0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you today? This is Brenda Shoshana with another episode for you of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. Another episode for you and another episode for me too because I so deeply enjoy doing these and and it's wonderful to share with you. And thank you, by the way, for all the wonderful emails and the communication and the comments. They mean a lot to me as we engage together in exploring what is Zen wisdom, what is our everyday life. And, and again and again, I present little snippets, little teachings, a few words about them, maybe an exercise or two. And I return, of course, to the words again and again, because Zen practice is very, very, very much grounded upon repetition, doing the same few simple acts again and again. And, you know, usually we look for excitement, change, drama. (laughs) Today is a big day, Martin Luther King Day. We're going to celebrate it in all kinds of wonderful ways. And indeed, he should be celebrated and noted and thanked for his great vision. I have a dream of everyone being united in love and in fairness. It's a very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful vision, and it's something that we all deep down want. And yet, and yet, our wishes, our hopes, our visions may be one thing, and the continuing reality of our everyday lives, indeed, may be a a bit different from that. So this is a big Zen koan, of course, the, the, the difference, the seeming difference between our wishes, our hopes, our visions, and what is actually here, this moment in our everyday life, how it actually is, how the tea <laughs> actually tastes, how the rain actually sounds on the windowpane. And actually, that's what our Zen practice returns us to. Very, very simple moments. Again and again, because these simple moments return again and again, just as our wishes and hopes and visions and dreams return again and again. They both return. The uprising, I would call it the uprising. It just came to me, that term. Wonderful term, the uprising. Everything rises up. It rises up, like we're making soup, and everything rises in the soup. Whatever it is, it's cooking in the soup. So, so the dreams rise up, the visions rise up, the re- and what's actually happening right now rises up. Normally, we are caught, I mean, really, really caught by the dreams, the big pieces of our life, the visions, the hopes, the parades, the celebrations. We're caught by it. We're dazzled by it. It's exciting. It's theater, (laughs) the theater of life itself. And that's where our attention goes. Our attention can be very easily hijacked. I would use that word. It's a very strong word, but our attention can be very easily hijacked to very big events. Fireworks, screaming, yelling. Little children, when they want attention from their parents, they'll They'll have a tantrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yell and scream and kick their feet, demanding, demanding attention. Pay attention, pay attention to me, the little child will say. Now, how the koan, the question is about this discrepancy, I guess, between our great visions and dreams and hopes and what is actually happening right now often there is quite a discrepancy, so our life becomes about turning what's happening right now into our vision very forcefully and forcibly. Not really paying attention so much to what's happening right now, but being engrossed in our vision or in our demand of how it should be or must be. And some, of course, go so far as to say, that's what I'm on earth for, to make it that way. Otherwise, What's the purpose of even being here on Earth if my visions and my dreams are not manifested or realized? That's quite a statement, and you hear it many, many, many times. I have heard it many times, many years of working as a psychologist, as a therapist, workshops, all kinds of things I've done. And it's some, there's sort of something interesting about being a bit older now and looking back or looking at the moment now, how different it feels from it did even 10 years ago. Not that the moment is different, but that I am hopefully a bit more planted in it, a bit. Don't need big statements. Someone wrote me a very kind email, very kind, and said, oh, this must have helped hundreds of thousands of people. That's the grand aspirations. But to me, I said, well, even one heart at a time is enough for me. And that is true to come back again to the moment, to the day, to what's right here. We don't know about hundreds of thousands, but we do know what's right in front of us, what we can do, what we can offer, what we can say authentically. That word is very in much in the vogue right now, but it's a very powerful word, sincerely or authentically. That's very much coming out of Zen practice because, in this practice, we simply return to what's here. We take our bedazzled attention away from these big dreams and images and fantasies, really, and we return to the moment. But we, but we return to it in such a complete wholehearted and full way that the moment itself guides us and transforms and actually in its own way turns into this dream of oneness and happiness that we have been longing for. That's a very interesting point. The moment itself contains everything. It contains all these dreams and wishes we have. For unity, for happiness, for oneness, for fairness. The moment itself, this day itself contains it. The question is, how do we realize that? How do we make it happen? Of course, we don't make it happen. That's the first point. It already is happening, but we are looking away from it. So we are not in touch with what's truly happening, what's truly available, and what's truly possible in this moment itself. So the the actual koan, or little topic, or title for the talk today, I've talked quite a long time unfortunately, but the topic is, do not be deceived by others. That comes from a wonderful koan. It's a beautiful koan, a beautiful question. It's a A koan is a zen teaching a story usually that cannot of course be grappled with intellectually or rationally or logically it just presents itself like boom here i am in your face and it's asking something of you and it's gripping you and it's teaching you and it's playing with you and there is the koan so we, we are, in order to engage with that koan, we enter it, we engage with it from a very different part of ourselves. And that part of ourselves, it's not the part that creates bigger fantasies and dreams and, and demands and illusions. It's a different part of ourselves. Actually, the koan comes to wake up that part of ourselves. And let me tell you the story behind this particular koan. Every morning, the sen master, Suigon said, Good morning. Hello. Are you there? To himself. He's alone in the room. He's talking to himself. Are you there? And he answers, Yes, yes, I'm right here. He says, Good. How are you? <laughs> Good. Then he says to himself, Do not be deceived by others. And he replies, Okay, I won't. <laughs> That's the koan, fascinating koan, intricate, powerful, beautiful, really. Maybe maybe it sounds silly. Maybe it sounds kooky on the first taste, the first touch, but it's not kooky. It's profound because all day long we think we are talking to others, even within ourselves. There are two of us, three of us. We're lucky, only two of us, many parts of ourselves and they talk to each other all the time. And, and he says, do not be deceived by others. Do not be deceived by the many clamoring voices within and without. Wake up. Winswegen first says, hello, are you there? It's, are you awake? Are you here? Or are you in a dream? That's the subtext. Are you lost in a dream somewhere? Good morning, wake up, be with me. You know, when we speak to someone, we're trying, hello, are you there, good morning, we're texting, we're phoning, we want to we wanna make contact, we want to connect, we want to connect. And, and is the person, or are you, available to be connected with, or are you lost in some ideal or dream or demand of how the day must go or of how life is or how it should be? Are you lost in some resentment Or some plan and not available to the call that comes. Are you there? Hello? Are you there? That's a very Zen moment. Simple. Very, very, very simple. It's so simple we might bypass it. But it's crucial to our whole life. Because all of life is asking you, hello? Are you there? Are you there? Wake up. Come play with me. Come be with me. Come listen. And that's very much connected to the second statement, the the, the one where he says, do not be deceived by others. Don't get taken into someone else's world. Don't get pulled away from the moment is what it's really saying from your own powerful presence. I need you. Be awake. Be here with me and for me and for life itself. How beautiful is that? What does it take to be available, fully available for life itself? Well, the koan has the question and the answer. Do not be deceived by others. You know, that's a very, very powerful statement, of course, especially in this day and age when there's such a sense of being confused and deceived and what's true and what isn't true. Of course, are there any others really? Are we being deceived by someone outside of ourselves? Or is the deception waiting right within? Right inside. Don't right inside. Immediately we project all kinds of things onto others or make all kinds of demands onto others. And when they don't fulfill them, we immediately say, well, I'm deceived. I've been let down. It's confusing. It's a it's a confusion that we ourselves are beset with. That's a strange word. It's an old-fashioned word. This koan is also has so many many layers to it and levels of it don't be deceived by the world of appearances as that's part of it don't be deceived by what seems to be outside yourself other than you of course fundamentally there is nothing other than you we have this oneness intrinsically However, the way we live, the way the world goes, it looks like there are all these appearances outside ourselves that we have to listen to or follow or fight with, that we have to manage and control and arrange so that life will be beautiful. I have to manage life so it will be beautiful and meaningful. I've heard that again and again. No, 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 no. Life already is beautiful and meaningful and at one with itself, it's just the deception within. The confusion, is a kinder word. Within getting getting caught by appearances, getting caught by what seems to be the outside world or the demands outside ourselves. So, what Zen practice tells us or suggests is, come on, it's okay. Just return to the moment. To What's here for you right now? Over and over and over again. Return. Are you there? <laughs> I love that. That voice of Zweigon is always calling us. Hello. Are you there? Come, listen to me. Come right here. Be- come right, come back, that voice is coming from within you, it's from within you Swigand was, nobody else was in the room he was talking to himself the voice is coming from within you come back home Just, just be here and listen to you to what's real, to what's true, to what's meaningful and then everything else evolves beautifully on its own This, of course, sounds very counterintuitive to the way we live our lives, but it is pointing to a very powerful and essential truth. So on this day of honoring the vision of oneness and kindness and fairness, this is another way of attaining it, another direction to go. Are you there? Each one of us. Don't be deceived by others. Be true to yourself. Listen deeply to the voices we gone right within you. Okay, so I'm coming to the end for today of the talk. And um, I will be on the 29th of January, Wednesday, out in Manhasset at the Inesvada Zen Center giving a talk. And saying hello to everyone. If you're if you're there, if you're in Long Island, if you're nearby, it's from 730 to 9, a wonderful, fabulous end group that I love very much and love all the folks. And uh, please come and join us. You can get more information at Topspeaker at Yahoo dot com. And in the meantime, this is the website the URL for this website is www.zenwisdomtoday.com. You can hear many, many other podcast too, if you're so inclined. Better to listen to the voice of Zweig within yourself, though. <laughs> I wish you a beautiful day. I thank you for listening very much. I thank you for encouraging me to encourage you. I, and to, we are all encourage each other. We're all together in the soup, cooking in the soup. <laughs> We're all encouraging each other day by day, breath by breath. So have a beautiful, beautiful day, and I will see you next week. Okay, take good care. Bye.